it sounds like a good idea and you're like, all right, I'm going to do this. But the fact is it's not Instagram pretty pictures of like and like beautiful, you know, yoga postures by the beach with a sunset. You know, that's part of it. Don't get me wrong. But the reality of what it's like to dismantle your entire subconscious programming, your entire operating system and upgrade it and replace it with something that is divine and infinite and something that is completely co-creating with a higher power, it takes a lot of courage. Welcome to the Limitless Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Mason. The time is now for us to break free of conditioned habits, use our unique gifts to make a massive impact on the world, and let our souls finally take the stage. I'm bringing you all the nuggets of wisdom I've discovered on meditation, mindful business, and spirituality. I'll be connecting with other creative entrepreneurs who have manifested outward success by doing inner work. Success comes from within. Let's go on this expansive journey together. Hi, my friends. It's Kelly here doing a solo episode, and we are in the energy of the new moon in Taurus right now. And it has me deeply introspectively thinking about the awakening process and my own journey of going on a spiritual path and uh, what that's been like. Because sometimes when we're so in our lives, we don't really take the opportunity to look at our journey in a way that gives us information on the process by which we get to where we are. (laughs) And during this quarantine, there has been a lot of time for that for me and for all of us as we sit with ourselves and this Taurus new moon energy, this whole season of Taurus that we're now in for the next month is very deeply requiring us to slow the F down and look at the choices we're making and look at our subconscious programming. What is playing in the background of your life Are you the one making the choices for your life? And if you're not, who is? Let that sink in for a minute. Yeah. If you're not in charge and you're not making the choices, who or what is? And this is a question that I have asked myself many times on my journey of radical self-acceptance and radical ownership of the reality that I'm creating, that I've manifested. And it's not an easy question to answer because we like to blame other people in our lives for the reality that we experience, the things that we see in our lives every day, right? And when I first began, I guess I'll rewind this and and start from my story of how this unfolded. Some of you are new here. Why not? We'll give a little refresher of my journey and and what that's been like for me. Because now I'm in a place where I'm sharing this information and I've done a lot 
of reflection and done a lot of turning the attention back on myself and analyzing without judgment the process by which I've gotten to where I am. Not to say that I don't have work to do because that is a lifetime (laughs) achievement. But I do know that I've discovered some things that are true and if applied work and yield the results whether we like them or not 100% of the time all the time so I'll start with sharing where I'm from and why I do this why I am even here in your headphones in your Alexa in your kitchen talking to you about this stuff talking you to you about spirituality and conscious business and manifesting a life that's on your terms and creating a reality that is in alignment with what your heart truly wants with what your soul is requesting of you and i know that's why you're here because you're you're a seeker you're looking you're wondering you're curious and you're ready and you're open and i was not always that way i was very resistant when i was a kid i was very intuitive i could intuitively know I, I deeply knew things I was very connected with nature I grew up on 50 acres out in the country in Michigan till I was almost 13 years old and I was very in tune with something much larger than myself at the time I you know went to church went I was a Christian and considered that to be God you know connection and and felt love and protected And along the way, a lot of that changed and shifted for me when I moved to Texas and I was 13 and I started to struggle very deeply with depression and I had a really difficult time connecting and fitting in in an entirely new culture, moving from rural Michigan and to, you know, outside suburb of Houston and very different culture, very different energy and I... I very I felt like an outsider. Now, I'm not going to say my life was horrible and hard. I had a very good upbringing. My parents were lovely. We had a stable home. I didn't struggle in the ways that some people might. And if that's your story, that's your story. And I think that's also important to know as we continue this conversation is that everyone has a unique story. And Just because you didn't go through something that somebody else went through doesn't make your journey less important or, you know, your lessons as deeply valuable. I think that's important to know. If you haven't had horrible tragedy in your life, amazing. I'm so happy for you because that's not the goal in this lifetime is to see how much suffering we can deeply have. It's how can we have the suffering because it's part of human life become aware of it and shift into a place that is detached from the suffering doesn't mean we won't have pain but moving from where we are to where we want to be and hopefully by this time in 2020 there's enough resources out there that we can know that we can return to the light we can return to love we can get into this path quicker and sooner and more efficiently than ever before that's my hope so moving there struggled a lot with depression 
um, attempted suicide at 13, buried that down deep into the depths of my soul. And I talked about that in episode one or two when I first started this podcast because I felt like it was a wound that had healed and I no longer attach to that story anymore of, of that, that time, the shame that was attached to it, surrounding it from burying it for so many years. I'm 33, 20 years of burying and burying and burying a secret that tortured me and not telling anyone. It was very painful. And through that time, I struggled a lot with drugs and alcohol and doing a lot of things that were very unsavory from the character of of who I knew I was. And I can remember so many times that intuition I had as a child appearing and appearing and appearing and appearing as that small voice, you know, being messed up on drugs and feeling completely out of control and helpless and remembering and hearing a voice deep inside me saying, this isn't you, this isn't you. I don't want this, you know, and not in having that, that conscious thought of this is not who you are. This is not who you are. And I think that conscious thought, that intuitive connection to something, which at the time I didn't have the guidance, I didn't have the support because, you know, people didn't understand me. My parents didn't understand me. Like my siblings didn't understand me. I was just like totally feeling alone um, and dealing with these feelings. And I just can remember connecting with that space within, and I didn't know what it was. Now, you know, fast forward so many years ahead, 20 years later, I had, um, an aunt and uncle who had a Indian guru back in the sixties. And so they were always kind of like the weird aunt and uncle. And I learned so much from them through my aunt who's written books and my uncle who, took me under his wing and shared so many lessons and stories through his own experience having a guru. And when I was 19, I meditated for the first time in New York City with him and learned what it felt like to have a connection to source, learned what it was like to have a connection to something much bigger than my ego self. At the time I'm 19, I still don't know shit. And I just can remember that feeling of complete peace and that my mind completely was detached from all of the stress and the worry and the shame and the guilt and the fear and the anxiety that was surrounding me for so many years during my adolescence. And I was like, wow, like this is something. And then I, I got a job as a hairdresser and started doing that. And I got very involved with goal setting and materialistic things. And I started to learn that I could manifest. I started to learn that I could create a reality of whatever I wanted. So I focused very heavily on physical goals. I focused very heavily on getting to that next place, getting to that next uh, job position, getting to that next level of a raise, getting to that next spot as an educator. And I focused so much on just getting to the next goal. And that's all I cared about because I thought that that would make me feel happy. And during that time, I was kind of happy, you know, I, I wasn't doing the same old junk that I was doing when I was a teen. And I was starting to live a pretty, like, you know, I got some money in the bank, going good, climbing the ladder, doing the things, Um, met my husband, got married, had two kids, and on the outside, it seemed like everything was so perfect, you know, had it all, and I felt still so 
empty inside, like there was a void. And I would keep hitting my head up against a wall, you know, meeting a goal, accomplishing it, manifesting something like the salon I'm sitting in right now that's empty. And I would get there and just feel like, what's next? Or this is it. And that's when I really started to decide and become aware that I was being run on such a subconscious programming. I had the insight and the knowledge and the wisdom that there is something bigger that I could tap into, but I didn't know how. I had the understanding that you could feel peaceful and and happy and joyful and live a life that was not burdened by suffering, but I didn't know how. I just thought, okay, I'm going to keep doing the things that I know how to do. You know, my parents told me, work hard, save money, get a job, have kids, get married, do the things. And I just kept doing them all. Everything everyone told me to do, I kept doing, and I still wasn't there. And around that time that I got into this path that I'm on, spiritual path, and committing my life to stripping away the subconscious programming that I've lived with for such a long time that all of us live with as humans. It's part of being a human. It's part of life on earth. It's just what happens. So it's no big deal. If you're like me, me, it's me. Yep. It's all of us. And it's a, it's a crossroads. We get to a point where we have to decide, am am I so sick and tired of being sick and tired? Am I so tired of feeling like I am pushing, like I am running through the mud, like I am trying so hard to do something. And then I get there and there's no rainbow. There's no pot of gold. It's just another day, another minute, another hour. And we look at our lives and we just think, is this it? Is this all I'm going to do is just keep checking off boxes. And I can remember really clearly a day when things started to feel really not great in my business and it was starting to affect my home life where I was so stressed out and so frustrated with trying to control everything, trying to make my life so in a way that fit the mold of what I told was told that would be success, that would be bring me, you know, joy or happiness and it wasn't happening and I just remember being at home and crying and crying and be like I can't understand and this isn't working and why is this happening to me how come I can't get this and my husband is like you what are you even doing (laughs) like what why are you doing all of this why are you trying so hard why are you trying to please everyone why are you trying to make everything fit into this this idea and I just remember feeling like I I don't know. And honestly, I said I don't know so much that he told me I should have a shirt that says I don't know because it was my famous words. I don't know. I don't know. It's a lie. I did know. I did know. I wasn't willing to go there yet because I thought that I could fix it. I can control it. I can do it. I can push through this. I can go overcome this. I don't need help. And when I got to that place of being like very um, sick of it, you know, like, what do I do? Get rid of everything and live in a van? I'm like, I don't just don't think that's my life right now. I've got a I've got a one year old and a two year old and 
all this stuff and I'm like no that that's just running away it's more running away and I decided that I was ready to take it all off I was ready to look at it and that's when I started to meditate heavily and before that I was sometimes you know I was like oh I'm gonna just meditate close my eyes do this do that do some of the things that I knew how to do um but it wasn't until I really made a choice and that question has to come up to us and and ask us ask ourselves am I willing to change am I willing to make a a shift from where I am to where I want to be and what do I want to be what do I want and that that is a hard question to answer and when we're on this path of moving towards the light moving towards surrender moving towards letting go and giving in to the fact that we don't have the control that we thought we had in our lives that we are being controlled by our own minds and when we decide that it's a it's a it's a full-on you know yes it has to be a commitment a commitment to something and i did and i started to meditate and look at my thoughts and observe the places that my mind liked to go and suddenly you could start to see oh my gosh look at that there it is again oh my gosh look at there it is again look at there it is again there it is again and you start to notice these patterns that are playing on repeat in our subconscious mind and these patterns are what are driving our daily lives or what's creating our reality and the only way to get out of that constant loop that karmic wheel that keeps on playing over and over and over again and we keep going why 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 is to upgrade our operating system it's to shift it's to radically shift the way that our subconscious programming is functioning and for me meditation and yoga have been a really great foundation for me to access that space of complete surrender and when we do that the answers start coming in the messages start coming through we're able to connect to the space that is so much more vast so much more abundant than we can ever imagine and the answers are right in front of us all along we see the same tree the tree looks differently we see the same people in our lives we look at them differently we look at ourselves in the mirror it's the same us but we look different when we're looking through a different lens when we're looking through a lens of consciousness instead of our subconscious programming we take away the labels we take away the shame we take away the fear we take away the worry we take away all these things that we've attached to ourselves through our subconscious through our mind and we can look at ourselves raw and vulnerable now a lot of people it sounds like a good idea and you're like all right i'm gonna do this but the fact is it's not instagram pretty pictures of like and like beautiful you know yoga postures by the beach with a sunset you know that's part of it don't get me wrong but the reality of what it's like to dismantle your entire subconscious programming your entire operating system and upgrade it and replace it with something that is divine and infinite 
and something that is completely co-creating with a higher power, it takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of strength and courage. Um, it takes a lot of grounding and support, belief and trust and faith in yourself. Um, and that you've got to use your imagination to, to imagine what that is to you, to imagine what that will feel like to you, how your life could be if you weren't the one in your way. What your life could be like if you could step off of the step out of the idea that you aren't who you thought you were and start to piece together what do you want to be like how do you want to be how do you want to feel how do you want to be represented and when we do that we start to um, have to look at the the ugly parts we have to look at the dark parts we have to look at the shadow side of things we have to look at the shadow side of our our lives of our personalities of our our beings and be able to face them with light be able to face them without reactivity and coming from a person who started doing this when i'm married and i have children it can feel so overwhelming because it doesn't always feel happy it doesn't always feel joyful it doesn't always feel radiant we can feel afraid we can feel vulnerable and we can feel angry we can feel sad and there's a lot of things that go along with looking at what you have been doing um pulling up something like shame and having to face it and look at it is uh it's an emotional experience and for a while there i was so jealous so jealous oh my god i was so jealous of my friends and people who i knew or people who i'd see on instagram or whatever who didn't have kids and they were just single and they're like i'm just gonna go live my life and live in a van and i'm gonna discover myself and i'm gonna sell all my things and i'm gonna carry a backpack around the world and i'm like could that be the only way <laughs> could that be the only way that we're able to find ourselves is to lose ourselves and be completely alone and I started to feel a little hopeless because my coping mechanism with this was to start to shut people out because that feeling of not feeling like I fit in when I was a teen, a preteen was coming right back. Nobody understands me. No one can understand what I'm going through. You guys don't get it. You don't have kids. You can never understand. And in doing this, I just kept putting up more walls until I started to realize that what was right in front of me was my lesson. What was right around me are my teachers. I don't need to go seeking a guru. I don't need to go sit in a cave all alone. If I wanted to, I could, sure. But I don't have to, and you don't have to. We don't have to. The cave that we're looking for is inside of our hearts. The guru we're looking for is within us. All of these things that we seek outside of ourselves are ultimately within. And if I can share with you any major breakthrough that I've had in this experience is that 
looking outside of yourself for someone or so, for something to come save you or to fix you is not a waste of your time, but it's a dead end. Because ultimately what you will learn from those people that you sought out or you were looking for is that they're going to tell you everything you need is within you. You've got to go within. You've got to turn your attention inward to find the answers. You've got to trust yourself. You've got to believe in yourself. You've got to have faith in yourself. Ultimately, above all. So my experience with going through this stripped down looking at it all experience and spiritual journey has been that of communication with my family, with people around me, because they're the ones that we can push away the most. And that's, you know, a hard part about um, going on this path and going on this journey of discovering ourselves and moving towards the light, towards highest knowledge, towards truth, towards this union with the divine and a higher power is that we are all going on our own personal journeys. My journey is not yours, yours is not mine, but we're all in the same journey, okay? And communicating with the people around us because they might not be where you are. They might not be ready to look at it. They might not be ready to upgrade their operating system to a place that is led by love and it is consciously chosen and we take ownership of every single thing that we do. Not everybody's ready for that. And we have to respect that and honor that. And once we do, we can, in a grounded, calm way, explain, hey, mommy's going to take 30 minutes to go be alone, okay? You know, I need a little bit of alone time. Communicating with your partner, I need some alone time. And it's not because I don't love you. It's not because I want to be away from you. And I think that's very important, is communicating that it's not because I don't love you, it's because I do. And... They don't need to understand all the details. You don't need to tell them all the visions that you've seen or all the messages that came through or all of the journaling that you did. The feeling of connection and openness as you release those things will be felt by them. So it's important to remember that we don't have to share every detail. You don't have to share all of your things. If you want to, or if you ask, you know, would you like to hear? Or if they ask, can I hear? Then sure. Um, but ultimately, this is your own journey. And the journey can involve so many people. I started to, to look at my kids and be as present as possible in every moment. Doesn't mean I'm always right. It doesn't mean I always do. But I try my best. And so when I'm with my kids or with my husband or with my family, I really, really, really set the intention to be present, to be there, to listen, to hear, to feel, to connect, to watch, to observe, and just savor every moment that there is because the lessons lie within those, those precious moments of taking a walk with your family or being in nature or listening to a laugh or hearing a funny story or you know, listening to a conversation between them. Those moments are our biggest teachers, are our biggest lessons. And we start to realize that everything around us is there for a purpose, for a reason. There's not anything in your life, not anywhere in any crack or any corner that's not there for a reason to show you something, to reveal something to you, for something to finally go, aha, I get it, there it is. Everything that happens in our minds is a reflection in our reality. 
So anything that's happening in your mind, you're going to see. If you see chaos in your mind, you're going to see chaos in the world. If you feel sadness in your mind, you're going to see sadness around. If you feel joy in your mind, you'll see joy in all things, even in the sadness, even in the pain. You can see the love. You can see and feel the joy. And as we go on this journey, it's important, it's imperative, not even important, it's imperative, it's intrinsic to the, to the experience, to the ultimate success of reaching this place of ownership, of grounded truth that everything is happening for your highest good. Everything that's happening, whatever position you're in, whatever place you're in, however, whatever stage your life is in, is there to teach you something, is there to show you something. So if you're in a place right now where you're just tired, you're sick of it, you're over it, you're done with it, life is just blah, which a lot of us are just forced into that moment right now. We are forced into that place. We are forced to look at our stuff. We are at home. We are alone. Some of, them, some of us are completely alone or with family or with loved ones, close, close people in a, in a home. And we are looking at it in reality, in a physical world. We're having a spiritual experience outwardly because everything that's in our minds, we are able to see right in front of us. So I would invite you to see those things, honor those things, notice those things without judgment, observe them. This is our spiritual journey. This is our spiritual path. There is no, I'm going to start it today. The whole thing is a spiritual path. The whole thing is a spiritual journey from the, the second that you were born, the second that you entered into this life, your spirit is having a journey in a body, in flesh. Here it is. It's awakening to the fact that it is. It's realizing that we are. It's realizing that here we are, here it is. Okay, I'm ready. And once we start doing that, we can start to notice without judgment, observe without getting carried away in the melodrama, and start to shift the things that we would like to move into a higher consciousness that's programmed into our subconsciousness we want to rewrite the story that's been playing on loop we want to shed light on the dark spots that are in our minds that pull us down and bring our vibration low and as we do this you start to see the world around you shift what's good and beneficial for you is ultimately good and beneficial for everyone around you even if it doesn't feel like it in the moment even if you're on this path and this journey and you're awakened and you realize and you can see your thoughts and you're aware of the things that are happening on the background playing and you start to shift them and people push away from you or people aren't, don't want to be around you, it's okay. It's not because you should stop. It's not because you should stop upgrading. It's not because you should stop aligning with love. It's because that is what's supposed to happen in that moment. And just take each moment by moment by moment because eventually whatever is good for you truly, truly in your deepest of hearts is going to be good and beneficial for everyone around you. Everyone around you. Whether you realize it or not, eventually it'll make sense. 
eventually they'll, they'll make sense of it all when they're ready in their own time but don't dim your light don't stop going even if it feels difficult even if you've got to rearrange some things and make some sacrifices because you can't go live in a van and travel in costa rica for two years and you know go all over the place and do all these things don't worry about it be where you are find the inspiration that gold in in your own life where you are what you're doing who you're with see it see it with a different lens take a breath hold your breath release your breath find that space within the breath those gaps those are those quiet silent sweet precious moments that we can find that true stillness that true light that true connection And if you're having a struggle, you reach out. Reach out to people. Connect with people. We have a membership community. We have a free Facebook community. We have an Instagram. You have an email. You can reach out to me or anyone um, in my network are surely here to help you and support you. Because you don't have to do this alone. It is your own journey. It is your own path. But there's so many people right alongside you. So the things that you're feeling, the things that you're facing, know that you're not alone. <laughs> if you're a mama or you're a papa, you got kids around, trust me, even if it feels like some guilt or shame because you need to be alone for a few minutes or you need to try to navigate some time to really be with yourself or your family doesn't understand you, eventually they will. Eventually it will all make sense. So just keep going. You've got this. Eventually, your mind will feel so peaceful once you just let go. Let go of all the stories. Let go of all the drama. Let go of all that stuff that has been playing on repeat and reroute your course. You got it. I hope you are all doing well. If you like this episode, take a screenshot of it, put it in your Instagram stories because that helps me out to get the word out. And if you really, really, really love us and you want to hear more Limitless Soul episodes, please leave me a review on iTunes. Give me five stars. Let me know what you love. I love to hear your your messages back and what's helpful for you, what you want to hear more of. Um, Every other week I have on a guest and every other week between that I do a solo episode. So I'm always open to hearing about what you want to hear about. This week, a lot of people were messaging me, asking me about a spiritual path and what that means and what that looks like. So that's where we are today, chatting about some thoughts on how to stay true to yourself. So I love you. I love you. I love you all. And I will talk to you next week.